Good morning, my dogs. Um, this one is for the patrons this week. It's me and Jody to podcast this week. And um, like we always say, um, better every day. And this week, we're probably the best version of ourselves since um, two years, podcast-wise. And they say week. miracles do not happen, but we're living proof that you can get two podcasts out or we can get two podcasts out in one week. <laughs> that is crazy now if you're if you're listening to this and thinking wow i want to support these boys head down to the link in the description there's a patreon link and um yeah you can sign us up and then we can make more content well and we need idea. we need them dollars mate them gt3s aren't going to pay for themselves are they <laughs> no but we have got um we have got something because we had a little discussion with the patrons uh, yesterday well i had a little discussion and we um, we've got a new uh, Joe. I've got a, a, a couple of cool ideas for the uh, upcoming time. So cool stuff coming. Anyway, let's uh, start off highs and lows, mate. I saw Jody not raising I'm in Florida. Selavi, um, yeah, we had a chat on the day. Can you uh, talk us through what happened? So basically, what happened was on. I'll go back to uh, Friday as well because there's been a bit of a nightmare actually as well because mm -hmm. Laura's been ill. But basically, it all came, came, happened, started on Friday. So Laura was uh, feeding Arabella. and she I was getting the bike ready. I was going to do a like, session on Zwift. And she's like, oh, she's bit me. She's bit me. And I'm like, what? She went, oh, come and have a look. Come and have a look. I was like, oh, no, I can't. I've just got the bike ready. Like, I'm now about to start. I'll see it in a bit. Anyway, I didn't think anything of it. She, like, but were you, were you like so flipping ready that you couldn't even for a second look at her vampire bite? Uh, well, it wasn't like she was in like ridiculous pain. She just was like, there was like marks there. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, how, it was. Bad, Any... how bad was the bite? Was it like in the skin or? Well, it must have been bad enough to kind of, uh, to, for it to get infected, but I'll get onto that later. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was on Friday. So then Sunday, two days later, I um, I was, it was in the morning a powerful pensioner was around and we were going to go for a bike ride like my bike had all been packed up everything for florida was all sorted had like the flights the uh, the accommodation obviously all sorted the hire car trip we're getting the train to the airport literally having a holiday afterwards as well so we booked all that up because laura and arabella were coming so it was uh everything was all sorted and then i thought phil was around we we're doing the last bike ride um because monday we were getting i was getting the train down to the airport mm -hmm. um I was like making him a cup of coffee and then Laura was upstairs as well. It was in the morning. I uh, was trying to tell him a story and then I just couldn't talk. <laughs> like my, um, my, I knew what I wanted to say, but I just couldn't, the words just weren't coming out properly. They just sounded really, really weird. Like, like, but like, what, how, did you notice it in your head? Could you like think like, I want to say this, but my yeah. mouth doesn't work or. Yeah. Like, and I thought I was saying it, but it just wouldn't come out right. Like that it was is just flipping scary. You were just like mumble, mumbling like a like a baby. Uh, you, you just sounded like it was just completely incoherent. Like, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like that. that. Like there was just no way scary. you could make sense of anything. Um, what did the pensioner do? I, I don't know. I think um, he probably wondered whether or not it was his ears playing up, whether or not it was my voice, or uh, or anything. You know, God knows what he thought. But I know Laura was like, um, Laura was on the phone to the ambulance. And then like, I sat down because I think I, I tried to say, but, something's but Laura, not right. Laura was upstairs, right? No, because at this point, we this is on the Sunday, so we were all there together. 
Like, all right. So Laura was was downstairs when this happened. Well, yeah, it was like upstairs, but we were all there. Don't we? We were all together. You know, it was like one I big mean, happy hey, family with Granddad there as well. I know, I know, I know <laughs> but you're you're in the kitchen. <laughs> the pensioner is not doing anything. How all of a sudden can Laura be downstairs and calling the ambulance? I, I think someone someone must have shouted. Or what? What? Like? Well, no, because we're all on the same floor. We're all oh, on, right. our kitchen's on the first floor. Like it's not on the ground floor. All right, uh, I upstairs. I thought like on another level. No, no, like so. Uh, we're all on the same floor, like we're literally like. So we sat down. They mm-hmm. sat down. I'm bringing a coffee in. They started like drinking it because I was like m- making mine like after theirs. I tried to tell a story and I couldn't. I was like totally incoherent. And mm-hmm. then Laura was like ringing the ambulance, and then they asked her because she I, immediately saw this isn't right. Yeah, I think she thought I was having a stroke. Um, and then uh, so she started ringing the ambulance. And they mm-hmm. asked like some stuff because you don't know if it's going to get any worse. Like it could potentially uh, get worse. Um, and then they asked her, can you do certain movement things? And I could do all that. So there was nothing like stopping that because some people, when they have it, like part of their face is like uh, paralyzed, isn't it? And stuff like that. Yeah, so there yeah. was no, nothing physical. Um, so that was all That was all good. And then my voice came back because I tried talking again because I was a bit worried about trying to talk because I'm like, bloody hell, like, nothing's coming out. And I mm-hmm. spoke and then it was fine. And I was like, oh my God, that was strange. Yeah. And then <laughs> you'll laugh at this Fuck next hell, bit. That's scary. Yeah, I know. And then you'll laugh at this next bit. So like Laura's like, the ambulance is fine. I'll take him into the hospital in a bit. Cause like apparently you've got like four hours to get there if it is. And um, I was like, I'm going to go out for a bike ride now then because I feel fine. Like it was just my voice that went like, everything's fine. She's like, oh, I don't know if that's a good idea. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, I, I, I think it's fine now. Like, Phil, she was like, well, don't go too far away from home in case anything happens. And then she's ringing up her friend, who's a doctor as well, to like speak to him, I think, to get a second opinion. And while she's on the phone to him, I was downstairs then. Like, so then I was like getting my cycling like shoes on. Phil was ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I felt a bit dizzy. And then I sat down on the stairs and she's on the phone to the person. And then I was like trying to think what his name was. Remember, he was name. gone. Yeah. And I was like looking at him. I said, I don't even know what his name is. Like, what is his name? Like, <laughs> to, to Laura. And she said, they were like, what? You don't know what his name is? Try and have, have a think about it. I said, I ain't got a clue. What, what is your name? Wow. <laughs> like, uh, this is I couldn't, scary, couldn't think of his name. And then they were, so Laura was then like, well, okay, it's Phil. And then she was asking me other stuff. What did you have for dinner last night? And I knew but I had you, like When veg. she was like... It's Phil. Were you like, oh, right, yeah, Phil? Uh, I think so. I think it kind of brought, yeah, it brought it back. But it was like you were just trying so hard to think and you just got no idea. Like wow. you just, it's just, it's like you're trying to think of someone's name who you've seen once before years ago. So you know you know him. Like I knew mm-hmm. I recognized him, but I'm like trying to think, what's his name? What's his name? And I couldn't think. And then, um, you know, there was loads of things basically she was testing me on. Memory was like absolutely terrible. It had completely gone. Like I couldn't remember what I had, like the the meat, pork. I couldn't remember certain friends, you know, like I just like, cause she was like, what's oh so-and-so's partner? Couldn't think of any of it. And I said to her, I think I need to go to hospital. And then she's yeah. like, yeah, definitely. So then yeah. that was that like, then I went to hospital and then like basically when I got there, then they like put me in a CT scanner, um, did loads of like tests. And then I had to stay the night and then, get an MRI scan the next day and um, speak. And then the doctor came and spoke to me and obviously that like came back all good. And he said, he thinks it's uh, basically caused by migraines. Like I'd never heard of this before. 
that since I posted something up yesterday, so many people have messaged me saying they've had the same things. I mean, I've got one more test to do, like where, like just to fully like make sure it isn't something mm-hmm. uh, dodgy. Like, um, and then when if that comes back like positive, then you can pretty much say it's the. Uh, due to migraines it seems like a lot of people have had this like i, I thought it was quite rare well very you would rare, say, never and, had... and they said the migraine was coming from stress right because you had quite some stress the day before uh, uh, a it could be before. it could yeah. be but like it can be brought on from stress like other uh, stuff like people have said like but dehydration mate, you're such a damn stubborn farmer from up north um if i was in my living room and at some point i couldn't even flip and talk anymore i wouldn't say like anyway it's back now i'm going out on a ride like flipping out you need to be you need to be yeah but you're bit, like uh, uh, in the zone I'm, aren't you you know yeah, like i know thinking, i know you're in i know you're in the zone like, and i know you, you you don't want to believe anything like this won't happen to me and i need to get my training done but flipping hell mate this I, when you said this to me um i find it like scary as anything like I health mean, is so important isn't it yeah but the thing is and, like the mindset at the time when something like, I mean, now looking back, you would be like, yeah, that would be crazy to go out on a bike ride. But when you think about the mindset you're in, when you've got an Ironman coming up, I know you want to win it. You're like, you don't think of anything else. No, no, you? but that, that's, that li- isn't normal, Joe. I mean, that is, no, I know it's not normal. That's a champ, is, a, is a champion's mindset, but a, uh, that's why I'm not a champion, but I would not think, <laughs> yes, that's a hundred percent what it is. That's the difference between, uh, uh, putting everything aside for training and want to be one of the very, very best in the world. And because it wouldn't even come up in my mind to think I'm just going to do the, the training anyway. Well, yeah, you know? at my point, it was like, in my mind, it was like, it wasn't even coming up in my mind. that I wasn't going to do it like until I felt dizzy and then I couldn't have any memory. And then yeah. I was like, actually, I feel really dizzy. I don't even know if I'd fall off a bike if I was doing this. Like, yeah, there's, this definitely isn't normal. And then I was like, then I knew, yeah, definitely need to go to the hospital. But like, I mean, looking now, like it would be crazy. <laughs> it would have been crazy to go out on the bike. But like, <laughs> well, luckily, um, the CT scan and MRI uh, both said it was all right, and uh, hopefully, the last test will come in as a uh, um, negative, and thus you're healthy as well. But um, it does make you realize um, how fragile life is, and how much for granted you can't take that it um, to be able to be fit. You know. I know, and I, I and uh, yeah, it's absolutely crazy, isn't it? Because like, I thought I was having a stroke. I thought bloody hell, you know, because you always think like you're not going to be one of them people, don't you? You know, it's not going to happen mm-hmm. to me. And uh, I don't really have any of the like signs, you know, thing. I don't really do any of the things that could, you know, that you'd expect someone to do. You know, don't drink loads. Not like quite old, you know, like fifties, sixties, you know, like where mm-hmm. you got more chance of it happening. Don't smoke uh active lifestyle you know and uh, it can just happen to literally anyone you know you never know um yeah but then also yeah. like i said you know 100%. i said to you about the 100%. bike on the friday so and now the upcoming i then days, came out of the hospital but, um, on monday and then things really uh then things materialized because i came out and then we came home and then at this point i was speaking to you weren't I? and i said i'm gonna do uh Cotsimel, like you know, <laughs> Florida's out. I mean, I'm gonna do Cotsimel. No, you messaged me. You said, "Hey, mate, I'm not doing Florida. I'm doing Cozumel." And then you called me. I said, "Why?" You said, "Well, this yeah. morning I woke up. I couldn't speak to Phil. I didn't remember his name, and I went to the hospital all day. But I'm doing Cozumel." Yeah. And I said to you, mate, 
maybe first like wait a little bit maybe take a break or like i don't no, know you were like or oh, you were like you were like well up for it you were no, like yeah i'll no, have no, a bit no. of that i said I, I said very clearly at the end of i said maybe you should wait a little bit till all the results are in and then contemplate your mind i would have i would have found it really of course fun and nice but i said you should be contemplating whether this is uh uh, I you... I think you were well up for it. You were like, yeah, let's let's go, like dream team, like Mexican beach holiday. Here we come, uh, <laughs> rum, rumble in Mexico. Uh, and then I went for a swim on Monday. Like I say, swim. We basically took Arabella, and I I, I kind of went there, and mm-hmm. I did a few lems. I did about like six lems, and I said to Techno because he was there. I said, I'm not going to do Cochumel. This is I'm going to finish my season because my head wasn't really in it. Yeah. I was like, I can't even train properly at the moment if this has happened maybe it's just a sign that you need to rest um so i said to laura i'm not going to do it let's well, as soon as we get the tests back let's go uh, mm-hmm. on holiday and she was like yeah all right and then she started feeling worse and worse she because she was swimming then she was like, oh, i feel really cold really cold like and, yeah. and then she got home she had a fever uh and she was like really bad and then she was, took some antibiotics and then the next day she was like really, really bad, like bed bound, ended up going to the hospital to get IV antibiotics. Turns out she's got cellulitis from a bite that Arabella did on her. And she's been um, in a right state in the hospital a couple of times to get some IV antibiotics. Um, and uh, yeah, and then so I was on like daddy daycare when I came out looking after Arabella and stuff. And it was just carnage, mate. One of us goes down, then the other one goes down. And when, I mean, people would think that we've got a membership or something at the Norfolk and Norwich Hospital, but like, this is, uh, yeah. like, that was the first night I'd ever spent in hospital in my life. Like, never spent a night in hospital before. Um, I've, I've once spent a night in hospital that was in Kona, 2018, on an intensive care that I didn't make it to the finish line because I heat stroked. That's why I'm probably doing it different in Cozumel. I'm the king of the heat. <laughs> and you know what yeah with your heat prep mate training in like eight degrees in rain like god heat prep heat, like you're gonna be flying aren't you in that <laughs> you know a, a, a couple of stories when i was in the hospital as well so like when they wanted to move me from like a and e to like the ward where i was like staying the yeah. porter comes in and he's got a wheelchair and uh he's like are you ready i'm ready to take you i said all right mate i can walk like i'm fine he said no 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 we need to get you in the wheelchair it's much easier for us. I said, nah, nah, it's fine. I'll walk. I'm, I'm all right. He said, no, no, a lot easier if we do that. So basically he wanted me to like go in the wheelchair and I felt like such a fraud. Like I could walk around and stuff like that. And I'm getting like pushed around in the, in the wheelchair around the hospital. People must've thought, wow, oh, look at that poor lad, you know, like he's like getting wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, oh yeah. And then the, the hot, I will say as well, and this isn't even a joke that the hospital bed that I was sleeping in was a lot more comfortable than an Airbnb that me and Laura stayed on, on the way back from Nice. When we made it a bit of a road trip back, we stayed at a few places and one of the places was so hot. It was unreal. They didn't have, they said they had air con. They didn't, it was boiling. It was like 28 degrees in the room. Um, you know, with them, not them really hot, humid places you get 28 degrees, yeah. no air con, you're sweating. You can't escape it. The bed was like too small. So you literally like got no room. Baby was like crying. Honestly, the A&E bed that I, or the bed that I slept at in hospital was so much, I had such a nice sleep compared to that Airbnb. So, you know, I, I would have rather slept in hospital and stayed the night there but than now, that Airbnb. Yeah, but now you're comparing like probably the worst flipping Airbnb in France that 
has shit Wi-Fi and coffee as no, well. No, it had good, had good Wi-Fi, mate. It had good Wi-Fi there as well. Hmm. But okay. the only highlight was they made us breakfast in the morning. They had like their own like honey from the region and stuff like that. That made it up. But, but um, you felt so tired <clears throat> that you couldn't do anything. Summing up this um, this whole story, you you ending the season here, I think it's, uh, it's smart. Although you can still come along with Laura to Cozumel. I've got a last minute on. flight booked to Florida to cheer everyone on and do the beer mall tonight, <laughs> eight p.m. Like no, you... literally, I've got head to the head to the airport after this. Why? Because we're going to fly out and watch the race. Are, are you for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to go out there, mate. You've got to keep the beer mall tradition up. No, but are you, are you honestly for real or because I've had <laughs> no. people messaging where it is? All right. No, no, get, I would like, I wish, but if, if someone you, does, you if someone does. Can, shall we um, quickly make a, you can never make a joke about the location and go into a race and not doing the beer mile. That's, uh, that's not a joke, Joe. Yeah, I know. I would love to go out there, but you know, we need to get someone <laughs> to do the beer mile on our behalf, don't we? Like yeah. if we're not there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we should. If there's some volunteers, let us know. But anyway, long story short, Joe, um, health is just very, very important. For me, it's about a year ago that I was in the flipping, flipping gutter. So it doesn't matter where it's physical health or, or, or mental health or just whatever, you know, um, it just makes you realize to not stay, uh, to not take anything uh, for granted. And that's also one of the reasons that maybe I'm not in the best shape, but I'm going to Cozumel. I'm going to have a cracker of a race. And um, yeah, because you never know how life's going to go. And also it's just a privilege to be fit. And a downstream swim doesn't do any harm as well. Does a downstream it? <laughs> swim, Mexican rules on the bike. I've got a new, yeah. by the way, I've got a race tactician <laughs> for me. Who's that? Who do you reckon? Is that Tom? It's got to be Tom Decker, isn't it? No, he's my nutritionist. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Yuri Cullen. Yuri Cullen. Oh, uh, mate. I've heard in the, You're going to be in, so fresh when you start the run. It's going to be unbelievable, mate. I've heard so many stories about Mexico that people are uh, drafting the shit in that race. And um, for a change, I wouldn't be the one that's complaining. Yeah, I know. No, can, you me, um, no, I can you get me Yuri's number as well so I can get some sessions in before Oceanside? I want to have legs like diamonds on that race off the bike. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's the man. He can forget all this, like getting a bike position, saving 30 watts. Uh, training hard over winter, saving 15. Sign Yuri Kulin as your race tactician, save 100 watts, sitting two meters behind someone. Now, where can you get gains like that in five months, you know? <laughs> you can't. You can't. Um, anyway, I've got a little high as well, Jody. Remember that I said on the podcast that I was doing a 33K trail run? Yeah. So you had this, um, this the the... the how do you call it? Like where all the elites going in that little race area? They they always start up first, don't they? I don't even know what's it called. Anymore. What they had a little uh, elite area for this trail exactly. run. I thought this yeah. was just like a little local uh, race. There's still like 300 competitors for the th- uh, 33k trail. <laughs> so all the serious athletes went in there, and um, then I went. Did you go in mate. there then? Did you no, go in I there? Because I thought, do you know what the funny thing was? So you, either you had these, that's some typical things about tra- uh, trail runners. So either you've got these lads, um, compression socks, till their thighs, um, shorts, 16 vest, a million gels, and then doing like a 10K, eight minute mile in. Or you've got these trail runners with like a mustache, a flamingo shirt, 
that no gels, no nutrition, and doing a 33K trail with 600 meters of elevation. And I'm thinking, I know what's going to happen. You guys are all going to bunk. You've got aid stations, but you've only got water and bananas. It's not like- Is that all they have at the aid stations? No gels or anything? No, no. It was was a real cool event. So I had the plan- You were saying it was a cool event because you took (laughs) some gels with you. But for anyone that had no nutrition with them, they were fucked because like a banana- Going to the K-hole. Yeah. If you're in the K-hole, you're on the brink of like uh, a bonk. A banana's not going to get you to come around, is it? If you've still got 15K left or 10K left. So basically- um, Gun went off. All serious athletes went. We went short after that. And the, for the first 10Ks, I ran with my mate. So it was about five, five thirty k pace, something like that. Some a bit slower, some a little bit quicker, but it wasn't really fast. So I think the first uh, 10K in 54 minutes. And then my mate was like, oh, I'm cramping up. I, I need to go. I need to let you go. And I thought like, all right, I'll do the last 20Ks tempo. So I took one of these um, pre-workout shots that I'm... Uh, that I've been working on and then um basically shitload of caffeine and some extra um and then I ran the rest like about 415 to 430 some a bit quicker k pace but it was like up and down it was a flipping horrific trail mate mate you don't have to justify it to me I saw your videos mate I saw it you couldn't even see what way it was what way you were going it was like crazy I was feeling pretty good especially because I've only been running like 25 k's a week and I had really good legs so I thought like all right there's still a decent uh, base in legs I was catching up a shitload of people and then at some point I could see like a group of five people in front of me, but they were, I knew I was going, I was heading towards the front of the race and I could see them all running pretty strong. It was these guys with the flamingo shirts and no nutrition, but as of K 25, 26, they all popped, they all popped <laughs> cramps and that kind of stuff. So you, you know what I mean? What they, you... <laughs> they, they popped. Because they had no nutrition, so cramps. They had to stop, walk, run, walk. It's just I don't know. I don't understand how you can be so stupid. Because a thirty-three k trail is still either in two hours twenty-nine or two hours thirty. It's still two and a half hours, you know, of grim and especially uphill. It's quite a lot of. How much climbing was there in the whole thing? Six hundred meters. Oh right, decent amount. That's quite a lot then in thirty-three k, isn't it? Yeah, there's shitload. So if you've got no nutrition and no water, I thought Holland was flat. Uh, some areas it's not. This is where was this German, then? Nijmegen near the German border. Yeah, flipping heck. So you went, you you ventured out, didn't you, for this? Like, yeah, you had to, yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did this take you to get there? Like an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. Thirty hell, and then you're running yeah. up and down mountains, like you're biking in the wind. You know, you when I see your training at the moment, it it kind of reminds me of like Rocky Balboa. You know, like you've got like that. <laughs> what's his name? The Russian who's training all scientific and everything. And he's like in everything precise. You've got this, yeah, the Norwegians, the Eva Drago feature. The Drago, that's the one. Yeah. (laughs) And then you've got you battling away, wind, rain, you know, you're running on the trails, aren't you? You know, hoping your best. And you're going to get to Cotamol and uh, see what happens. (laughs) Did you see, did you see that ride that I did today? So it was wind force seven. It was piss and rain. And I did like a two hours up north. So a little bit with like a tailwind. Uh, well, massive tailwind, and I did like uh, I wanted to do like uh, a bit above race space. Um, How did you get home from that before you say it? Because I saw you did like a point to point. It was like eighty k or something. Yeah, with the train, but I was flipping freezing, mate, absolutely freezing. Really? So did yeah. you look at the weather and you and your mate? Because there was two of you, and you thought 
this is going to be grim. So let's do it with the wind pushing us, and then we'll just get yeah. the train back because it's going to be thought, grim riding into a headwind exactly. like that. I thought this is one. This is going to be flipping grim. So I wanted to make it fun, and I wanted to ride on a TT bike, but the wind was too grim to ride like uh, a loop on a TT bike. Well, if you I get... saw on Strava, it said it was forty kilometers an hour. Like, yeah. so that would be, yeah. and that's like without the gusts, isn't it? That's just a constant forty k's, just bloody nailing Blowing it. away. But I was surprised that actually I didn't find the speed that crazy because the average was 43 k's an hour, but there's a lot of... Uh, Don't worry, mate. Yuri Kulin will sort that out for you on race day. You've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> you weren't even going to need to touch the pedals, mate, in Cozumel. <laughs> Don't fucking worry. Just make sure your bike works and you'll be good to go. <laughs> what? But that, that, that video looked pretty grim, didn't it? Yeah, I, like it would definitely looks. You, you go out on rides like this. It's not always the sun doesn't always shine in Norwich. It must be. Oh, it's, yeah, it was grim. Like I flipping hate it. I've got a bit soft though. I end, I tend to go on Zwift a bit too much now. But I know what you mean. It is flipping grim, and that does sound quite fun. Like picking somewhere hundred k's. The only problem is the trains that we have here are shit. So I'd end up <laughs> taking me like longer to get home than it would to ride. Like oh, how no, long did it take not... you to get home? Seventy-five minutes. Did it? So it's yeah. decent amount of time. So you kind. of... But I was I was completely drenched and I was so flipping cold, mate. And normally uh, I, it, the weather upset that there was no rain, flipping pissing rain, like absolutely crazy. Oh but yeah, yeah. that's horrible. Two what? hours, two hundred ninety normalized. That is Rasmus Swenningson, mate. That is the major <laughs> style. Sometimes, like when I look outside the weather and I see it, and it's like absolutely grim. Like today, it was grim here. It was like pissing it down, yeah. and it's like horrible. And I'm thinking. I could live anywhere in the world. Like, why the fuck am I living here in the middle of winter? Like, do you think that? Like, why do I live in Norwich in the winter when it's like flipping? It's pissing it down. It gets grey. It's horrible. And I said to Laura, like, wh- why do we even stay here for the winter? Like, I mean, the summers are great, aren't they? Like, it's daylight mm-hmm. for so That's long. Right. It's like nice and warm. I can, I can tell you this because I've, I've thought about this when I was in Girona. There's a couple of things. Um, one, one thing is I do think it builds character. If you train in weather I don't like want this, character. I want an easy life. <laughs> well, it builds character. You know, because if you look, if, if we are going to look at the race next week in Cozumel, um, probably um, 40% will uh, pull out of that race, or so 30%, something like that. And you'll be um, like, I'm not pulling out because it's sunny for a change. I've trained in the hard. I'm going to put myself in a hospital if I have to, because I'm going to enjoy the sun, um, even if I feel that. like it's don't cooking me. <laughs> but, um, um, also, because I like the social aspect and the friends around me. And when I move to Girona, um, that life will be completely different. And that's not a life that would suit me. Yeah, but you'd meet other friends, wouldn't you? Got, yeah, you but your it's, friends it's, aren't just in one yeah, area, I would are they? Be, I would be dreaming, sleeping, talking, FTP, threshold, and carbon wheels all day, all night with all the triathletes in Girona and cyclists. And I don't want that. I don't. I just want something else in my life as well. You know, there's also more to triathlon, more in life than just triathlon. <laughs> yeah. The weather, mate. I know the weather, though. Like, I just find this weather so depressing, mate. Like, and we're not even in January yet. Wait until it gets to January and you'll be saying, fuck it, I'll talk carbon wheels and bloody FTPs. <laughs> I'm I'll, talk FTPs for a <laughs> I'll talk FTPs for two months. Get me out of here. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> what we did in the past, in the last couple of years, is um, we always went away in the winter a couple of times. And that breaks it up a little bit. That was fine it, doing that, wasn't it? Like, I, I actually, because I remember us going away. We went to Malaga for three weeks in December, didn't we? And then we went away in February. 
And yeah. that winter felt like nothing to me. Like you yeah. got Christmas out of the way. We did like what three, four weeks, and then we were away for three weeks in Girona. Yeah. Came back, and the end of the winter was nearly there, weren't it? That was exactly. like spot on. That because now, now I'm playing with the idea to. Uh, so I've got Cozumel, then I stay there for a little holiday. Then I'll come back, and this at the beginning of uh, December, I'm going to do a cooking course with my dad in the, in Italy. Oh, great. You can cook for us on training camp then. Now, I'm liking always, the sound of this, mate. <laughs> I always do. Uh, and then... Um, Instead of talking FTPs, we'll just talk to you about a shopping list. Here's the shopping list. Anything. <laughs> Don't forget it. No, but in uh, the end of January, so it will probably just be seven grim weeks in December, um, I'm, I'm thinking about going to New Zealand again and doing Wanaka and Taupo. Oh, I'd love to do that. If that was on the Ironman Pro Series, I would have been yeah. all over that. Like I would, I really enjoyed that last time. I really enjoyed that. And Carl Smith uh, invited me for his squad. What squad? So, I don't know. I guess, uh, I guess my invite must have been left in the post, Kyle. Like, it's all right. <laughs> I'm sure it will come at some, in the next day or two. <laughs> he said the dog squad. <laughs> yeah. I guess mine will come sometime. I'll have to ask that, change that out with the postman. Like, did you get a letter from New Zealand? Like, it was meant to have been here like a couple of days ago. I hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> um, anyway, Maybe it came that's... while I was in hospital. I um I quickly want to talk about uh, something else, Joe, that I saw on Instagram, and I was like, "Flipping hell, what what is this?" I saw Jody Skipper is offering subscriptions. It's like an OnlyFans on Instagram. Oh, what the hell mate, are you up to, mate? You, I don't uh... know, mate. Like I was, uh, it was while I was laying on the hospital bed. You know, I saw that. I like was on. I was on the depths of Instagram, scrolling around other people's. And I came across someone else. I came across someone else that did this subscription thing. Yeah, I thought subscriptions. I thought, let me get a bit of that. <laughs> I'm always, we're always getting content out with triathlon and mockery. I'm sure I could do the same on mine. <laughs> like, what, um, what, uh, what do you post on there? Like, I don't know. I haven't posted anything. Mirrors in, in tight lycra or what? what? I don't know, mate. I, <laughs> yeah, and just, yeah. I just like take a picture in tight lycra in front of the mirror, you know, and think that'll do. Like, oh, Laura, does me ass look good in this can you get a picture of that like no i haven't really got anything is this yet like an like, only fans or what 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 was this like, i don't know i haven't posted anything on there yet i haven't done anything the subscription's not got anything on there i don't know what i'm supposed to i need i need tips i need uh i need to know i heard that yours would, was going well so i just wanted be, to that would I heard be, your... that would be a flipping low mate if you would do that for two dollars <laughs> a month <laughs> depends on it mate i might have to if there's the best stuff i can put anything you can charge up to 100 quid a month you know so you know the, the world is my oyster but I haven't posted anything on there. I, to be honest, I might even take it off. I don't even know what I'd even post on there. You know, like <laughs> I know, you, I know what you're laughing because you're thinking, you're thinking. I can imagine what. You're... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know what you could post on there, but I'm not going to post that on there. <laughs> not for two pounds fifty a month. I want at least five pounds. <laughs> yeah. How much? How much a month would you need? Like two grand a month. I don't know. I don't know, mate. Like probably more than that, you know. Like, <laughs> probably I never even, thought... even contemplating it. <laughs> I'm not contemplating it. Like everyone has their price, mate. I'm sure if I offered you a certain amount of money, you'd have your price. <laughs> I, I know, but it would be two grand a month. <laughs> <laughs> You've set yours very, very low. Oh, you know, you've got to get people hooked, haven't you, at first, before you start adding anyway, the price increases. Um, <laughs> Joe, um you're not you're you're right you know you have to can uh, florida you've got to make pay the rent and uh, you've got to make it somehow and uh, gotta make a living mate i'm like nearly on a walking stick you know like uh okay. i've got I've, I've got to look uh i've got a, uh, a new segment joe that i want to introduce to the podcast i want to call it the age group advice of the week um 
because sometimes when I scroll down, I see a post on Instagram. And if you look at the comments, you can see someone's advice. And I'm thinking, where did they read this? I just think it's so funny <laughs> that I want to see what your opinion is on this. So this was a post about nutrition. And then an age grouper is saying, here is the rule of thumb. KG is grams, meaning that if you're 70 KG, you should take about 70 grams an hour of carbs. And he's saying this for, for while you're doing sports. So basically you weigh yourself and that's how many grams of carbs you should do. Yeah. Well, that's bollocks, isn't it? That would mean <laughs> that I would have like seven, this is in a race, 78, 79 grams of carbs uh, an hour. Like, that, and it also depends on the person, doesn't it? Some people would have that. Some people like, I've, I have like 120. I think if I had 78, I'd probably bonk to be honest in an Ironman. Yes, like, I, would I, I, I would I would hit the wall. Like, yeah, that's just a completely random made up made up thing and it's not it's not even applicable for training is it like on most training sessions you probably have less than that anyway don't you when you're going steady um yeah, and what if and what if you're like um 74.8 kilograms how are you going to take 74.8 kilograms uh, of carbs make sure really, you get you got to get them gels up. you got to measure like you got to open a gel so there's 30 grams of carbs in a gel you got to get and it's like weighs and they say the gel weighs like 40 grams then you're like <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna have 80 plus like 19.8 maybe so you're gonna have like 99.8 <laughs> grams in one and then you're gonna take that 0.4 out and then you're gonna get that in the bin or something or give it to your dog and then you're gonna put the other two gels next to <laughs> you, know, you know if you put too much in there you're gonna have gut problems yeah you don't want to have the 75 your 74.8 because he will only tell you i told you one gram for one kilo you didn't yeah. stick to it <laughs> You probably overweight yourself or you haven't calibrated the scale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the, uh, the age group advice of this week. Um, Instagram you didn't have any more. I thought I was hoping there was going to be a few more questions. Oh uh, yeah, but like... we're gonna, if we're doing two, two Instagram posts of the week, we don't see that much silly stuff around like every week. So we need to be careful. By the way, have you seen a bit random, but have you seen the Tyson Fury uh, documentary? Nope. That's a really good one, mate. You should uh, check that out. Not quite. I, I don't. I don't know if I'd say it's as good as the the Bex one, but it's uh, definitely pretty good. Like, uh, I think you'd like that. That's a good one if you're doing some training sessions as well, guys. You know, and you want to watch something on Zwift when you're stuck in the Northern Hemisphere, like me and Tom, contemplating life, wondering is it worth listening to people talk about FTPs, and you think. I'm going to listen to Tyson Fury instead. Like that is very interesting. Like, uh, cause I didn't, re it's, he, it, they follow him when he retires. So, yeah. and I guess they've said, we're going to follow you for six months, but he struggles with so much depression, like, or like lows from like quitting the sport and retiring and like not having his identity as a boxer that they mm -hmm. follow him. And then he ends up making the return where he's like, actually, I need to come back. I have to do this. You know, it's like an addiction. I think that's the same with like a lot of us, isn't it? You know, like, you would try and step away from triathlon, but you just couldn't do it, could you? You know, you just have to do something, don't you? You know, something yeah. like, you know, and it really interesting following him and seeing how he copes with trying to retire and then him making the decision to come back. And obviously his missus is like, you said you were going to retire. He's got bloody six, seven kids, something like that, running around at home. Like the house is carnage. You should see mm -hmm. it. But it's uh, really, really interesting. Okay. Like, I definitely recommend oh, well. that. This was Joe's Netflix tip of the week. My Netflix um, tip of the week, yeah. 
we'll head over to the Instagram. I've had a lot. I've had a lot of time <laughs> since Monday. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a, we're having an Instagram post of the week. Go on in. What is it? You found it. Did I? It's the oh, double. the double Garmin. I found yeah. the pit. I saw the picture, but I saw that you were the one that spotted it, mate. Like you, your yeah. whole guys were like double Garmin. That is a total flex. Like when a Phoenix isn't enough, place. you got the Phoenix and you got the forerunner and you got the latest models and they're like flipping <laughs> heck. Like this guy is either quick as fuck. They're double uploading <laughs> Strava runs, you know, and stuff. Or they're just flexing, you know, that they're into sport, you know. I mean, what like, would be what be, would be, in your opinion, the the key reason to where to watch it? Would it be like, all right, I'm going on a 150k run, I'll need two watches because the the battery will run out, or what? What is it? It's in my mind the kind of thing an ultra athlete would do, you know, like uh, and uh, someone that does the ultra runs where they're running on multi terrain because you got your right arm gets better satellite in some areas because of the rocks on the left sheltering yeah. the satellite and you're out there for a long time and then when you're on uh, the other side of the ridge your left arm gets better signal and you're out there yeah. you you sometimes you're running through the and night the stars can't block the signal and everything so you need think, to position it i think what the biggest reason is you always see that some watches overread you're just hoping that it's one of the two so you're just oh, loading that. the bulk up on Strava. And that is such a good point. Because if I was running with two Garmin's, what one am I going to upload? Well, it ain't going to be the fucking one that says the less distance, is it? It's going to be <laughs> the one that like says that I've run as quick and as far as I have in the same time. And that's the one that's going to get uploaded. The other one is going to be discarded, isn't it? You know, that <laughs> yeah. is a great one. Like if I do an Ironman and one of them says 42.2 and the other one says 41.9, it's a no brainer what one I'm going to, uh, I'm going to upload. I ain't going to upload the 41.9, am I? You know, exactly. That's a no brainer. That is a no brainer. That is a great one. What would you so, do, by the way? Would you rather have an Ironman run 41.9K with an average heart rate of, let's say, just very low, and then a quick Ironman? Oh, sorry. Or, I just lost uh, I lost your signal there. I didn't hear that then. All right. Would you rather have a watch on your wrist with 41.9Ks on the marathon, but a very, very low heart rate? So it looks like an easy run in the park. Or let's say a 40.2K. Or a 42.2K, but a flipping high heart rate. Flipping high heart rate. Exactly. 42.2. Yeah, That's also would... a flex. High heart rate, isn't it, during a marathon? Well, yeah, and you just blame it on like, you just say, oh, I wasn't using a heart rate monitor. The other Garmin was reading shit, basically, don't you? <laughs> That's what everyone says, don't they? Like, oh, because you get it on your comments. Oh, your heart rate was so high for this session. Yeah, but it wasn't with a heart rate band, so you can't take that. You know, really, <laughs> yeah. you're probably like thinking, fuck, like uh, holding on at the end of the session, like, you know, because you know what them people are like. They do like an interval session. They're like recovery run. You can imagine they're like, someone's like, your heart rate was a lot higher for this recovery run than normal. And they're like at the end, holding on something, trying to keep them up because they're like literally going to fall over with cramps. Oh, it was the Garmin <laughs> that was overreading it. Honestly, it was so easy. I've got really fit recently. <laughs> Have we got some um, some last minute tips from me, Joe, for, the, for I'm in Cozumel? Like I need to do it for the dogs for the last one this season and for the first one as well. Um, last minute tips. I would say if we're talking, are we talking race tips or like? Yeah, also build up tips. 33 degrees, 90% humidity, mozzarella and body. Suntan factor 50, mate, definitely for you. But do you That's know what I always find the, the, the contradiction? If I use a lot of suntan lotion, 
then I am protected from the heat, uh, from the sun. But then the sun then also blocks your... Um, oh, you get I, so hot. You sweat you get like... so hot. Yeah. You sweat like shit, you know? So then yeah. um, I've got like a, a 15 liter an hour sweat rate. You need it. You, you need it like pre-race, mate. Uh, but like in the days leading up for definite. And then, you know, for the race, you'll have to look like one of them people that wears them hats with the white bit, you know, going down their back I and have, like the I've white arm thinking, warmers. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting the white arm warmers. I'm not kidding right. you. I've, I've looked at it today. Looked you at look it today. Like, that's what you see the people that are doing their ultra runs through Death Valley, don't you? Like they have all that stuff. Yeah, but um, to be to be fair, I have done some races. One of them is Kona. One of them is where I'm out in the heat for so long, and I've just got such light skin that I can feel at some point this, the, the the sun constantly burning in my skin, like literally like burning. And yeah, I don't just, really get that. Like I'm exactly. quite lucky I've got darker skin, haven't I? So, um, but then yeah, but then, I that, mean that, that, that's why I would rinse people their asses in ten degrees in rain, like like yeah. pork back in days it's just a shame that not a lot of ironmans have these conditions <laughs> yeah when where didn't you, you smashed it in cork that day didn't you weren't you like what position would you have been you're racing as an age grouper but weren't you up there amongst the pros as well fifth. yeah fifth but, like you would have been in the money wouldn't you you would have got a paycheck yeah, wouldn't you yeah like as an amateur as well i bet that was such minging conditions weren't all the spaniards like pulling out because they were like freezing <laughs> i think one spaniard finished and he lived up in norwich <laughs> <laughs> i mean not being funny but if a spaniard or someone from a hot country said to me they were doing cork I would say to him, mate, I don't think that's going to be the race for you. Like the weather's probably going to be fucking horrible. And if you're very lucky, it will just be slightly cold. Um, also, also, we could do a heat prep, but they can do a cold prep. I couldn't think of anything worse than forcing yourself to train in like freezing cold conditions. <laughs> yeah. in, like not enough clothes. Could you? But also, it is different to, so he they could, for example, sit in a room with the air con on 10 degrees, but it's different, isn't it? It is different. You need to be out there in the rain experience, like getting covered in shit as well. And like your eyes are like getting crap in and you're like trying to get them out and you go to a cafe and you're covered in wet and they're looking at you like, you're not going to come in here, are you? And sit down on these chairs. And yeah. then you go, <laughs> you got a table for four and you just see them wince like, oh no, like them sightless again. Hour. <laughs> yeah. And then when you, when you walk outside, you, you're shivering like a, sh like, like a little bird. The worst bit is when you start after a cafe stop in it and you're oh, like, the oh no. Your legs. Do you know what I hate as well? This is one of the worst things. And you'll know this. You get, you're on a winter's ride. It's a mm -hmm. nice day when you start off, you have a cafe stop and you stop and you're not, you, you've not got like a proper good uh, rain jacket out because you thought, oh, it's a lovely day. You stop at the cafe and then the weather turns and it comes in real gray and it's like pissing it down. It's horrible. It's six degrees. And you're like, oh no, we've got another two hours to ride like from the cafe now to get home. And it's like <laughs> yeah. horrible free. And then you start off, you're already cold. Cause you normally have a bit of a burn up to the cafe, don't you? Or something like that. So you're a bit mm -hmm. like sweaty anyway. And you're like, oh, I've got to step outside and start raining and riding in freezing cold conditions. I have, I'm underprepared with clothes. This is going to be so grim. Like that's horrible, isn't it? Like the mental, yeah. the, that, that's a men, that's like a mental battle of what you get in an Ironman, isn't it? Like, oh, do mm -hmm. I call a cab or do I just ride, do, do I just man up and ride home? Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, you're yeah. a tip for Cotamel. I would say I, you're swimming quite well at the moment from the times that you're hitting. You just need to, I think for that one, you just need to get a good start because one on them downstream swims, they, they never break up once they start. I know, but that's the thing. I don't have a very, very quick sprint. And I know that because in the pool, I always get beaten by a shitload of people during sprints. What people are they? Uh, females, males, kids, adults? Any gender. Any gender. 
How yeah. old are they? In be- between 10 and 60. <laughs> so, <laughs> so pretty much anyone apart from Arabella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't got a quick sprint. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, just uh, give it your best effort and just see what you do. Yeah. Like, but the, the, you've um, got the right it, tactician for the race anyway, so you've got that bit covered. And then the if run. You, if you do the math, there are 60 people on the list, right? And you were saying the swim is so quick that the difference can only be like four minutes. If tops, everyone would tops, stay yeah. a 12 meters in between, then it should actually be one big line, shouldn't it? Uh, well, not quite, because like 60 people at 12 meters would be 720 meters. So at 40 k's an hour, that'd be about a minute. So it's only a minute difference if you're all at like 12 meters. I should be getting in a big group. You should, there definitely will be a group because I think it will be between three or four minutes. And then the run, I think your plan needs to just be 410 to 415 Ks. 410? Yeah, but that's like, uh, that. that's uh, three minutes, three hours, what you want to run, isn't it? Like 410, 410 is 415. like 255 and it's in Kona conditions and I'm a bloody melting mozzarella. I, would, I, was, uh, I thought I was you're going thinking, for sub three. You're going for sub three, aren't you? Oh, not in these conditions. Are you not? After no. the other day, you said you were going for a sub three. I thought, no. like, I thought Surely my man. I like, that. No, like, no, 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 no. I was going, going for, for up and around. I was thinking between three and three ten. Nah, fuck it, mate. You're good enough for a sub three. I've got <laughs> faith in you. Four tens, four tens, mate. In it for life. <laughs> no like, your own abilities. Get um, get fit in the K hole, mate. Get fit or get fucked. Like I've got every confidence in you, like to do it. The people have we're watching you. I'm, I I'm, do really look forward to it, to be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm out for the season, so my all my hopes are pinned on you. And I believe four tens are in it. You've got to do it for the dogs. I Come have on, man. Dogs. Come on, I'll man. Four tens. Start off at three uh, forty-five. The old Tom that I would have known would have started off at three forty-fives, and by the end, he would have been four forty-fives. Right. Have we got a bullshit buster? Oh, we uh, have. We have. Have we? Yes. Um, the big Mets uh, FTP test. And how's it looking? Is what because I said to him about Battle of the Influencers, and I think he gets a bit like hit up about it. Like I, th- I don't think he's too happy about us saying that because he's like, when I, I said to him Battle of the Influencers, he was like, "Well, you can do it as well. You're the biggest influencer." I said, "I, I thought, well, thanks. Like that's a nice compliment. <laughs> like, I, I'm glad that you consider me as an as an influencer, and I'll be up for that. But maybe we could even get Lionel to as well. Like you know, Oceanside seventy point three, mate. If you're up for it." But um, uh, he had a YouTube video. Um, so all the influencers are, are on YouTube. And um, he's one of them as well. And he said FTP test, which I think is clickbaity. Because if you say FTP test, you need to do a flipping FTP test. And then it was like a sprint and a three-minute test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's clickbaity. Yeah, it's not really like what you'd class as like a proper FTP test. Like you were thinking... You were, I know what you were hoping. You were hoping he was going to be doing something like the 4DP and you could see him suffer exactly. through and see what he was doing. I want to see him suffer like a dog and I want to see the numbers. Yeah, I would like... I when If I see someone put an FTP test, I want to at least see some big suffering, but like it's three minutes. I mean, like by the time it's hurting, you've got 90 seconds left really, haven't you? Three minutes, you can do that every time of the day, even if you're in the K-hole. <laughs> right? So you would say 
would you say it was false advertising on the video? Like, you know, he's saying he's going to show you his FTP, but he, he doesn't, does he? Does it, he does a VO2 max it effort. Is, it is false advertising. That's what it is. Clickbaity. And that's what influencers do, isn't it? They do. They always like, you'll never guess what I did. Like something like that, don't they? <laughs> oh, look what happened here. You know, I, I took 10 gels for 10 days in a row. And you never guess what happened to my body. <laughs> You'll never guess how I ended up in the K-hole on Sunday. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't what you expected. This wasn't how I expected my season to end. <laughs> anyway, mate, um, this is it for this week. Yeah. Um, well, this is it. this isn't it for this week because we had two this week. Um, you never know what you're going to get. Anyway, thanks for listening, my dogs. Head over to the link in the description to um, show us your support. Jody, take care of your health, mate. And nice um, is there a holiday coming up? Uh, hopefully, uh, Laura needs to just feel a bit better as well, and I just mm-hmm. need to get that final test done. Of like, uh, as soon as we get that done and uh she's feeling better then yeah hopefully somewhere but we just gotta see how it goes really you could come over to amsterdam i want to go somewhere warm mate like <laughs> at least <laughs> before the winter i want to i want to get some sun <laughs> before i like lock battle down the hatches <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll see you next week bye